0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast. I'm your host, Lupna, and I am flying solo today. At the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast, as you know, if you have listened to previous episodes, is a weekly podcast where we give you insight into the personality of successful sushi adoring entrepreneurs showing you that success is all about having fun in and with your business without the hustle and the grinding because who wants to work hard nowadays? And boy, do I have an amazing guest for you lined up today. I have the amazing Paul Fabulous and his superpower is love. Now, you know that that's a story we want to dig into. His life experience and success have not always been so fabulous, however. Uh, 20 years as a vocal coach helping singers find their authentic voice, he has helped many people create breakthroughs, but did not fully realize that love was all that was behind it. But people were transformed transforming, ever had the experience of people transforming right before your eyes. And more and more people started to hire Paul and referring their friends and family to Paul for life and relationship coaching. Yet still, Paul did not have the full understanding that love was all that was behind that, their inner transformations. Then he had his own love breakthrough and saw that that was the magic sauce and his superpower. Paul, welcome to the show.
1: Welcome. Hello. Hi, Lubna. Hello, everyone. All you sushi lovers, wonderful people. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love, love, love a little bit light and fun endings. As you can see, with this going to be a high energy podcast, how can it be when someone's superpower is love, which is the high frequency state and emotion, whatever you want to call it? So, Paul, let us start with one of the most important questions of the podcast. Yeah. Are you ready? Sushi. <laughs> of course. <laughs> What's your favorite sushi and why? <laughs>
1: Well, I'll tell you, it's I don't know if sushi lovers would call this legit, but for me, I was in off the coast of Newfoundland in Canada and I was right on the coast the fishermen were bringing this fresh tuna right off out of the water. So, I was given this tuna, the vibration, Lubna was so high. It just melted in my mouth. I didn't have time for wasabi or ginger or nori or rice. It was heaven, Ooh. heaven. I felt the energy of the fish and the water and it's so pristine. And it was a love experience. I call it my naked sushi experience.
0: Awesome. So that sounds like, I don't even know if we would actually call that tuna sashimi. Yeah. It's it basically was tuna sashimi. Yeah, it, it was basically is tuna sashimi, fresh out of the water.
1: Minutes, minutes <laughs> out of the water.
0: Yeah, well, to be fair, I would call that sushi. I would still call that sushi because it's raw fish. So yeah, no, you're still a sushi adoring entrepreneur, Paul.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And I eat regular sushi too, often. So I love it.
0: (laughs) But why specifically tuna sashimi? Why do you love that so much?
1: Well, this experience of it, the tuna, I don't know. the, The vibration of tuna is wonderful. Salmon is awesome. Tuna, well, it's tuned in to a high vibration. You know, you can I can tune a piano, but I can't tune a fish because tuna is already tuned to this high vibration, this high vibration. That's what I feel. It's, well, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything is energy and everything is in a feeling of it. So something about the tuna. Well, I in. love it.
0: I love it. It sounds like a match made in heaven.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite sushi? Oh, gosh.
0: I've got a couple of favorites. I can't choose one. So the California roll is still my favorite. It's a starter sushi, but it's the first first sushi that I've ever had. So it's still the one thing that I always order when I go to having sushi, which I've done this past week twice as the Netherlands is opening up. But I'm a tuna lover myself. So I tend the second sushi that I order is sushi with tuna and whether that is tuna sashimi or a tuna roll or yeah. a tuna hand, as long as there is tuna in there, and I, I do want there to be raw tuna in there, so not any baked, seared, or whatever tuna, because I, yeah. I just love that. I love that taste more than I love the salmon sashimi taste. If that makes any sense, it's a yeah, it's a proper fish to eat. I'm with you. Okay, cool. Well, I'm we've with got you. two. I'm... We've got two tuna lovers. I love that.
1: We're in tune. we're in tune we're singing divine frequency of tuna
0: (laughs) i'm not going to join you in singing that is not my superpower let's jump to question number two of our podcast if you your personality were a sushi what would that sushi be and why those ingredients specifically? Now you can choose to choose an existing sushi or you can build your own sushi. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the way I really love it is assemble it yourself. Yeah. So I've got the nori there, the rice is there, not the soy sauce, but the tamari is there. Mm-hmm. And you can leave the wasabi. So I'm going to make it each time. It's going to be different. It's going to be creative. I'm going to grab, cool. pick up the nori. I'm going to scoop up some of this uh, brown rice that's already saturated. Ooh, ooh. In-
0: Why the brown rice? What does it represent in your personality?
1: More fullness, more wholeness. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want the complete experience of me. I want the complete experience of the food. Like when okay. I'm with somebody, I want the complete experience of you without the filters, wonderful the full human expression the heart everything so the brown rice has more of the rice and maybe some mango or something but you know just those the core and feel it on my fingers for more connection okay so the mango
0: stands for connection
1: well the mango is kind of optional the other ingredients just feeling on my fingers I'm feeling connected with the nori and the rice and the the tuna probably and the others will come and go but this feeling of it and just melting on my mouth melting in my mouth melting in my mouth it's a good feeling
0: yeah I get that and yeah. what does it tell us about your personality I mean are you a high energy person a bubbly person or you're introverted or extroverted are you more chaotic or organized tell us a little bit about that
1: I would say introverted, like most performers are. I came out, that's why I like holding the microphone because it takes me back to my I want to be a rock star days, you know. And I really did want to be a rock star being introverted, but on stage, I just couldn't wait to get back to connecting to somebody. So introverted, but these days, like I'm 54, Lubna, and I wasn't always connected. Yeah. I was very mental, thinking my way through at the end of the day, you know, lots of thoughts, but not a lot of heart, some moments of heart but yeah. you know these days it's become about connection and love and i'm not there all day but yeah. i'm sure there are a lot more of the day and yeah. a lot and more of my interactions are from this embodied heart space and that's really important to me so that's who yeah. i've become i was born that way but it took me 50 years to get back to that more yeah. and more it's yeah. still an ongoing beautiful wonderful exploration
0: Awesome, awesome, and what else can you share about your personality for today? I mean, just to be very clear, I'm not someone who believes that your personality is fixed, yeah yeah so you can change during your lifetime It's not like this is how you were born and a very and it was for a very long time that in the psychology psychologists believe that you have a fixed personality we can describe and there are different models and formulas to describe it, but What I have learned through my own personal experience is you can shift. You can shift during your life. It could be because you choose to do so or you have experienced a life altering moment that has really shifted your personality because I used to be an introvert. I used to love being completely on my own. But many, many years later, I discovered that I'm more of an ambivert, which is a combination of an introvert and extrovert. So I love being around people, but I also love being alone. And I have different situations where I'd rather be alone and quiet. And I have situations where I love to be loud and talky and process through connecting with other people. But I'm also chaotic (laughs) <laughs> I'm not detail-oriented in any way, shape, or form. I like to do different things and I like to have a lot of things around me. That That's one of the things that I think that California roll is still one of my favorites because it's a combination of different ingredients and that variety is something that juices me up. So how about you, Paul?
1: I love what you said. Thank you. Th- that um, in this moment, I can decide who I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. You reminded me of something that really changed me Yeah, and this helped me become present. I used to go sit still, sit in the woods or looking at the sky or the trees yeah. for hours, just seeing what would come up without doing yeah. anything, no phone, nothing, you know, and I was going crazy. I had the heebie-jeebies. I wanted to jump out of my skin. Sometimes I couldn't sit for more than a few minutes without going bonkers. Yeah. And then over weeks and months, I really stayed with it. And then I was, I'd was be staying for like days, you know, going off in the trees with the trees and just sitting and being, letting all the heebie-jeebies come out and go through. And then what happened is that I got to be present yeah. and I got to be present with somebody else. So I was teaching, just doing vocal coaching at that time. I was only doing vocal coaching and I was with people, but this connection was profound. And you reminded me in your question of... A place I love to be is that in that presence. And I think everyone listening, if you went back to moments that are most fulfilling, I bet it's that when you're really just clear and open and present with somebody, a potential client or a client or a customer in your business or your family yeah. or your partner, just really clear and open and just being with them. Yeah. Just yeah, that no words maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I totally resonate with that. And I think that is an important message to emphasize and highlight is in today's world where everything needs to be fast, 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 busy, 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 doing, 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 we tend to miss some of those profound moments. We tend to miss those meaningful moments. And it could be in the quietness or it could be in the connection with other people. But yeah, no, absolutely. It's just to slow down and hit the pause button for even if it's just 10 minutes and just be with your thoughts and whatever sensation bodily sensation you might have in that moment in time and a lot of people are scared of that because they don't know what their brain is going to produce as thoughts and they don't want to connect to that but it's so powerful because you want to be in charge of your brain you don't want your brain to be the one that is driving the bus or the car or whatever you want to call it
1: yeah i love that i love that because like You know, I imagine somebody listening right now or watching and you're thinking, you know, what do I have to get done today to hit my goals for my business? And then we could be so busy getting the goal that we're missing this divine inspiration of saying, wait a sec, Josie needs to hear from you today. Yeah. And she's ready to bring out her checkbook and she needs your help. And she's got three other people to refer to you to. But meanwhile, we're so busy hitting the goal. We miss that voice of the heart, of intuition, of spirit. Yeah. So this slowing down is the best thing I can do for my business. Slow it down into that moment and let that inner yeah. guidance, that genius come through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I really love that. And I'm a big advocate of having more people to slow down and really reflect and reset. And in that sense, the past 18 months have been a great outside, what's the word I'm looking for, reminder of the importance of doing that. So, Paul, another question that we'd love to tap into a little bit more is how long ago did you discover your passion, or maybe I should use the word love, for sushi, naked sushi in your case?
1: This was probably maybe 20 years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And what yep. happened 20 years ago that you made the shift to, I'm going to try sushi?
1: Well, I think I had sushi before, but it was really this tuna experience right in Newfoundland. That was a game changer for me.
0: (laughs) And what made it a game changer?
1: The freshness of the sea and the essence of this beautiful um, fish.
0: (laughs) Were you alone (laughs) in that experience? Did you experience it alone or were you with other people?
1: I was traveling on my own. I was doing some work with a company, um, traveling around different places in Canada, little places in Canada. So I got to see the country and I was with a fisherman I said, what do you guys here? Have some. (laughs) What are you guys doing here? Have some. And yeah, I just...
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally get it. The reason I'm asking is because the majority of the guests that we've had on our podcast usually get introduced to sushi through other people, whether they're family members Mm -hmm. or friends. And their first experience is in a place where they start a sushi, so anything that doesn't require raw fish, like a California roll, before they jump into, okay, well, let me try something with raw fish in it. It's just a little piece. But most of them are like, that's raw fish. How can you be eating raw fish? So I love that you <laughs> had an experience of the raw, raw fish experience <laughs> right out of the water.
1: <laughs> when it's really, really fresh, it doesn't even smell or fish. It's like this feeling of yeah. fish is from not fresh. But it, when yeah. it's so fresh and pure... Yeah. Um. The sushi grade, or even be- pre-sushi grade, when it's just out of the water, it's heavenly. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I totally get it. And after all of these years eating sushi, I can really taste the difference between fresh fish being used, and not even through the smell, because as soon as it smells, you're on the wrong side of the fish. But the taste is different. <laughs> the taste is different. Uh, so yeah, I totally agree with that. So let's go <laughs> Wrong to the last side of the
1: fish. That was funny.
0: <laughs> I know I don't know where that came from. <laughs> We're going with the flow, ladies and gentlemen. Everything that's that comes classic. out of my mouth is recorded and not edited out in any way, shape, or form. This is oh, who I a, am. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs>
1: that's a keeper.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So let's go to the last segment of our time together, Pop. Okay. And that is, you got me curious because as I read your introduction, I read that you're a vocal coach, which is a great way to help people reconnect with their voice and even find their voice to be able to use it. And I know that you've worked with singers, but you also say my superpower is love and that you discovered later that behind transformation, is love. And that should be more in the forefront. Can you share with our listeners how that connection came to be?
1: So, yeah, thank you. So I love that because that takes us right into the essence of what's helpful because, you know, whether I'm vocal coaching, somebody helping them with their, find their authentic, wonderful, natural voice, or a single person or someone That's in a relationship wants to transform their experience of relationship or in their life to be happier, more successful. When I at the core of all that work, all those transformations is a shift into myself. Mm -hmm. So when I want to shift, I come back home to Paul, I clear out what's a resistance or something that's in the way. And when the resistance is gone, when the thoughts out of the way or the fear, what's left? Love. And then when I tap into love, when I'm with somebody and they're tapping into this natural love that's in them, they automatically transform. The mind shifts, limitations drop away, fears drop away, resistance drops away. They're all of a sudden secure. I'm secure. I'm ultimately secure when I'm feeling love. I'm secure in my universe. I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. When I feel love, I'm immediately home. Mm. I'm home. And when I'm feeling that way, it's like I'm supercharged. It's like I'm connected to everything. I'm already, today's already fulfilled. Mm. And I just want to share what I can do with somebody. So we're all the same. Beneath all these thoughts is this essence, which is love. So love is the, I have a a method, a three step method that takes us into love Mm. more quickly, more more easily. So that love becomes this primary vibration. So every day is fulfilling right off the bat.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I read Dr. David Hawkins's book. And in that book, he shares that love is a high frequency vibration. So for those of you, this is going to get a little bit spiritual, but it's actually scientific. It's quantum physics, which a lot of people don't realize it. And it's a higher. Frequency, then happiness, which most people associate very easily. So for the, let's imagine that right now a busy, overwhelmed, frustrated entrepreneur who's thinking, oh, I'm just surviving my day-to-day and I have a to-do list a mile long, I don't, don't know how am I going to get it done, to share with them that the only thing you need to do is to connect to love, I can imagine that being a very big jump. <laughs> what are some specific tips for someone in that state yeah. who wants to start that journey towards the higher frequency that is love?
1: So this is an amazing question. This was a game changer for me. And it is for when people do this, it's a game changer because love is a scientific, there's a ladder going up the ladder of these emotions and experiences into the highest, which is love. Yeah. But there's a scientific approach. There's a systematic approach to get there. And there's ways to get in there easily. So here's, for someone that's maybe not connected with love, like I was for most of my life, most of the 50 years. Okay, here's, can I take people through an exercise? that really simple? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do,
0: do whatever will work for our listeners. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. So think of a place where you feel love. The first one that comes to mind, it could be when you first held your newborn child, a place your favorite tree or where you watch the sunset, or you're riding your bike for the first time, or with somebody, a place or a, one event, one place in your mind and memory where you felt love. And if you can't feel love, joy. And think of that place and let it flood your body. Okay, so now you're in love. It was already there. You just had to go in there in your mind. So this love is already there. So stay there a minute. Just feel that love, and you're in that place. See the word love. Okay, so now think of a, some situation in your life. What are you working on in your business? Oh, I'd help this new client. Oh, great. Or I want this new client. Okay, so go back to your love place. Okay, you're riding your bike, you're holding your newborn. Feel that love. You're embodying it now. Feel it go through your toes. Now think of your new client. Okay, now go back to love. Feel that in your body. We're in training your neural pathways to link up love with your client. So now your client is actually feeling this behind the scenes, whether you believe it or not. You know, when I think of somebody, hey, what a wonderful hat. They feel good about themselves. They don't know why. That's scientifically, it's an energy thing. Yeah. So you are in love right now. Think of that place. And the more you do that and the more you link it up to things in your life, what you're creating, the more I do that, the more I'm embodying love. And Lubna, I do this Daily, and I do, you know, in the weeks and the months, and it's amazing. It's an exponential growth. It just, I become this person of love. I don't even think of the place, and I just see somebody and just feel love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's that no, I
1: simple. Could,
0: yeah. No, I love that you shared it because from neuroscience, we know that we can learn our whole life. There used to be a period of time in the past where where collectively we believe that up to a certain age you can learn and then everything that you learned up to that, pay that's it. That's what you had to deal with the rest of your life. Fortunately, neuroscience has taught us that we have something called neuroplasticity. So for those of you that want the scientific, we, the, our brain has neuroplasticity, which means that we can keep learning all of our lives until our death So if you keep Practicing something, something that you miss, that you're missing in your life, or you feel lacking. Adopting these practices and then becoming a habit, because that's what we want with things like love and joy and happiness, with the high vibration emotional states, is we can turn them into habit. And as soon as it's a habit, you've heard Paul already and now I understand why your superpower is love, is it becomes automatic. You don't have to think about it. It doesn't require a lot of effort. Your brain already knows, okay, if I see that or I've experienced that, that is connected to the meaning love. So the exercise that Paul just shared with us is a brilliant way to remind your brain, because that is all that you did in this exercise, what does love feel like? What does it feel like? And how can I connect it to a different event so that my brain connects, finding a client, dealing with a different client, maybe dealing with a difficult spouse or a difficult friend, or you're avoiding a conflict. Is it's connecting those things so that you can show up from a place of love. Have I listened to you correctly to be able to do? To say the right thing.
1: I'm listening to you and I'm learning. I love it. You have a beautiful way to hear and to feedback. You're wonderful, I would say, storyteller, but a weaver of insights. It's beautiful how you do that.
0: Oh, thank you so very much. Paul, what's some of the things that you want to leave our listeners Can with as we wrap
1: up? Can I share a quick story? Oh, yes, of course. So this came when you were talking. You said, oh, my gosh. And I got this nudge that it would be so helpful to hear yes just to give people hope of what's possible you know for each listener for i'm speaking to you know the listener right now and to your heart because you're thinking well what's possible for me i would love to have this so much possible for me in my life but what is possible well let me tell you an example i have a client we've been working together for 12 weeks she'd never been in a long-term successful relationship never with someone who really felt oh my gosh this is such a fit Never with someone who says, oh, I, I just feel so adored. And she's in her 50s. 12 weeks later, she's now with someone who's completely adoring her. She feels so loved. Her resistances to being in a wonderful relationship have melted away. And it's through this method of connecting with love so she walks down this the pathway in the park she's radiating love and men were coming out of the woodwork good 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 wonderful men and she's just vibrating from this and this happened in 12 weeks and now she's mm. creating this wonderful partnership that she never thought she could have had so this can be you in your business in your relationship yeah. with the way you're communicating with your beautiful audience Whatever your business is, there's so much possible when you tap into what's true about you. And thank you for letting me share that story. I really wanted this to be sinking in and and given. So thank you.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing your wisdom and experience with us, Paul. I think that that's absolutely brilliant. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, I do Lack something, whether that's in your business or in your personal life, something that you're trying to achieve, trying to connect. Flip your thoughts into how can I attract? that into me and the way to do that is we have learned from paul is to connect to higher frequency and the highest you can connect to is love and you have experienced love in your life before there is many memories already in your brain stored that you can reconnect with it